Kashabas, Perak Zain, Mishnah Dalid, 7.4. We now begin discussing the various shiurim, the requisite amounts, that if one transferred of a given item, he'd be liable for hotza. So first we're going to talk about food. Here we start with animal food. We say hamotzi teven, if one would transfer straw. So straw is food for a cow. And that being the case, it has to be enough food that it would feed a cow at least one biteful. Hence the Mishnah says, kamalo pi para, like one mouthful of a cow. Again, the principle behind all the next Mishnahs is going to be that less than the given amount that's said in the Mishnah is simply too insignificant. It doesn't meet that quantitative requirement that I discussed in the previous Mishnah. Therefore, it's not a significant act of transference. But since when it comes to straw, it's useful at the quantity of one mouthful for a cow, that's the point at which one would be liable for transferring. As for eitza or atza, this is some also some kind of um, byproduct when one threshes legumes, like some sort of bean straw, whatever that is. Kamalo fi gamal, it's like the amount to put one mouthful for a camel. Camels have bigger mouths, um, and therefore this is a larger measurement than the previous one, but the point is since this eitza or atza is not appropriate for uh, a cow, only for a camel, it would need the larger requirement. Um, note that in modern Hebrew, the word atza is seaweed, but that's not what this is talking about over here. As for amir, says the Mishnah, amir is like the, the top of the grain, the ear, let's say, of the wheat, the fuzz on top there with everything else, that one threshes, so that's a little softer and appropriate even for younger animals. Kamulo pi tale, it's the amount that one mouthful of a tele. A tele is a lamb. That's a baby sheep. Okay, which really, um, FYI, is going to be the same amount. Their mouthful is the same as what's called a grogeris, a dried fig, which will be the standard for human food. But since humans don't eat the amir, they don't eat this, you know, this this uh, fuzz and stuff from the top of the stalk of wheat, etc. So therefore, we're using the measurements that would be appropriate for an animal, which is the tele, the lamb, which would eat it. As for asavim, grasses, so then kamalo pi gadi, it's enough for one mouth of a gadi, which is a baby goat, a kid. So these have even smaller mouths, um, and they wouldn't eat, they wouldn't eat the amir, but they would eat the various grasses, and therefore that's the amount you need to transfer grass for one mouthful of a kid. As for ali shum va ali betsalim lachim, we just said that. Um, you know, grasses, we said you feed even a small amount to a goat. As for the the leaves, alim means leaves, but it's also like grass, these green uh, green kind of tubes that come out of the ground, out of the plant that grows shum, which is garlic, or betzalim, which is onions. If lachim, if they're moist, if we're talking about the green moist things, you can think like a spring onion or a chive, shallot, something like that. So since that's really not appropriate for the animals, but people do eat it, therefore the requisite amount is kigrogeris, the amount of a dried fig, and that will be the standard amount for all human foods, grogeris. A grogeris dried fig is larger than a zayas, an olive, but it's smaller than a beitza, an egg. It's in the middle there. Okay? Now, that's if the the stalks coming out of the garlic and onion were moist, and therefore sharp. But if the evasion, if they're dried out, now humans wouldn't eat these dried out things, but the animals would, and therefore, kamlo pi gadi, now if it's one mouthful of dried garlic or onion stalk, grass, that would be enough to put in the mouth of a, of a kid, a baby goat, then that's the amount that you'd be liable for. Vayim and starf and zeh 
as for the different measurements, they don't combine. That is to say, let's say you had half of a handful, like half of a mouthful, I should say, of straw, which would be enough, to, which would be for feeding a cow, and half of a mouthful of eitz or atza, whatever that is, the you know the bean straw, for feeding a camel. Since they're two different amounts, one is a mouthful of a camel, one's a mouthful of a cow. They aren't mitzdaref; they don't combine. So you, if you had two halves, you wouldn't be liable. A mitzdarf and two halves don't combine. Two different kinds of straw for two different kinds of animals. But since the amount that's appropriate for each animal is different. On the other hand, when we talk about human food, hamotzi achlem kogogeres As I said before, when you're transferring achlem food, that's for a human consumption. So then, all human food, the solids, the requisite amount is one kogeres, a dried figs amount. And since it's all the same shear, the same amount for people, therefore umitstarfim zeimze. Therefore, they do combine because they are the same measurements. In other words, if you have half a dried fig amount of hamburger and half a dried fig amount of french fries and you transfer them together, then you'll be liable because together it's a whole gogeris worth of food for people to eat. Um, now, when you do that measurement, you have to exclude the inedible parts of the food, which means chutz miklipehen v'garienen v'uktsehen and suban and morsnan, we don't include the inedible parts of the foodstuff. So klipeyan are the klipas. These are like the rinds. So let's say if you were talking about an orange, so you wouldn't include the rinds around the outside of the orange because people don't eat that. Gari, the garin is the, the inedible pit in the middle. So you're talking about like an apricot pit or an avocado pit or something. Again, if you're bringing out food and you have it has its pit, since that pit is inedible, it, the pit isn't included in the measurement to see if you brought out a grogeris of food. Uktsehen, and ukets is the part of the tree that attaches to the fruit itself. Probably most familiar to us is when you have your etrog, so one side has the piton, even if it fell off, and the other side has the ukets, that's the little green thing that was once attached to the etrog tree. Again, the ukets is inedible, like the stem, and that being the case, it doesn't go towards the measurement. Subin and Mursnan is talking about grains and the bran part that you try to get out. According to Bartunura, Subin is what comes out when you um, knock it in a mortar, and Mursnan is what sifts it out when you use a sifter. So it's coarse and finer bran. And the Rambam set, you know, switches the order, saying Mursnan is more coarse and Subin less coarse. Either way, the point is, since you're sifting it out, it's not considered food, and therefore it wouldn't be included in the measurement. Rabbi Huda Omer, Rabbi Huda comes to add one thing. He says, Chutz adashim. One exception to the rule of not including the klipa, the rinds or the shells or the husks, in the measurements is klipe adashim, the lentil husks, because shem mizbashlos imahin, when you cook lentils, you don't bother to get out the husks that were separated from the lentils. Um, this is, if you're not familiar with cooking lentils, um, this is probably more familiar to you. Let's say, for example, think about peanuts. So peanuts, when you go plant, buy planters peanuts in the jar, there's none of that like kind of red skin that goes around the peanut in the jar. It's been removed because it's sort of inedible. But the truth is, of course, that if you eat peanuts, the lots of that red skin's left on them. Oftentimes, you just eat them with it. You, you know, you'd rather not, maybe, but you just eat them also. The point is, since it's eaten also, it just kind of goes into the mix, no problem. So it's included in the measurement. It's the same idea would be over here. It says Rabbi Yehuda that when it comes to 
lentils, the way you cook them is that there's a bit of that little like red skin around it that comes mixed into the pot. You just cook it with it. You don't really care so much. That's a shita. However, the halach is not like him. So the parts that you don't eat or don't want to eat are not included in the measurement towards reaching the grogeris, which will make one liable to have to bring a chatas if you transferred it, um, meaning the criteria of hotza on Shabbos.